to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jerry coming to you live from Boca every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. That's how this whole thing works. You listen to the show. You enjoy the show. You laugh at the show. We, my guests and I, let take the wheel of your brain and let you put your thoughts on the shelf. You let us take over. That's how it works. You send in your emails. We answer your questions. And you tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. We'll take the earless community as well. Anyone you'd like and make it your Instagram story. That's a passive way to get in people's faces because everyone's looking. Everyone's looking, judging, watching, touching. Get that. Oh, what's this? Who, who'd you tag in that picture? Oh, I'll take a look at their profile. Oh, it's blocked because their profile is private. Now we go back to the original picture. Let's look at everyone else. Everyone's doing what you are doing. And that's what the whole game here is you make it your Instagram story. Someone looks at it and goes, who's this J Train character? Who is this guy with the eyebrows? Send them along. Let them know. Let them know without you having to let them know. Because listen, I get it. I get the, I understand the the rebuttals. I'm not a podcast person. I don't know how to use the internet. What's a phone? Yeah, they all say bullshit to you because no one wants to change. No one wants to do anything different in their life. Again, we put out the cheese. You just got to spread it around for me because I'm putting out Instagram videos every episode. So on Instagram, it's very easy. A, A quick share, a quick Tap of the finger, tap, tap, tap. And keep sending your emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We got screenshot emails, always need more of those. Any dating lifestyle questions you have, send them on in. I got shows, people. If you're listening right now, San Francisco, California, Pittsburgh, Omaha, Salt Lake, Kansas City, Denver, Columbus, Newark, Providence, Nashville, Dayton, Albany, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Bring, assemble the group chat, baby. Get them all together. The show's been a blast. Thank you if you've been coming. And if you're coming and you've already got those tickets, that's amazing. Keep bringing the crew. Your parents, someone was like, can I bring my parents? Yeah, bring those fucking parents. I love a mama and a papa. I love seeing them in the crowd, wide-eyed. They're like, what am I doing here? What, what's going on? And then by the end, we're hugging. I'm making out with your dad. It's great. And your mom. It's weird. But we get you involved with a hug. Make it less weird. You're in. Very, very excited about today's guest. Uh, he has a brand new special as a part of the, the stand-up season three. He's episode one. Hilarious comic, Brian Simpson. Thank you for thank you for coming on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's on Netflix, by the way. It's on Netflix. Listen, people, get on your Netflix. Go get on your parents' account. We know you're not paying for it. Someone's paying for it. How has the feedback been so far? You know the 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 Netflix special is like you know that's uh it's like a gold ring. It, it, it's got to feel good. And uh, did you did it go up at, at midnight and all of a sudden you know. You're getting messages, tweets, all that stuff, or is it a slow? Burn? Oh, oh no, definitely no, no. Like right away, right away it started, you know, and I, I you know, right away I gained, you know, ten thousand followers, and then the next day, you know, eight thousand, and the next, you know, it just kept going up and up and up, and messages from left and right, and, it, and it's still happening now because, uh, you know, different celebrities have started to share it, you know, and so every right when it seems like it's going to slow down, someone shares it and then it and it starts again. What's the coolest celebrity for you? Uh, probably Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Now that's yeah, like Jamie... he's like a quadruple threat. Like this is actor, singer, comedian. He does yeah. it all. Yeah, like maybe the greatest entertainer of of our generation. Totally agree. He never yeah. gets like I I mean people I don't think anyone disagrees with that, but never it's not talked about maybe enough. Right, right, right. Because he because it wasn't just that he did all those things. But he did all those things at the highest level. He had a the high- you know, stand up, sitcom, music career, acting, 
people forget the sitcom. Like the sitcom, the sitcom. The sitcom went long enough to get into, you know, the um, syndication. The, the syndication territory. Like, yeah. if you think of like, you know, syndication used to be like a thing. Now a days, if you think about like a, a show getting into syndication, like that's a that's literally winning the lottery. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't have to work after that. I mean, look, none of the Friends people. What do you see them doing? I mean, maybe Jennifer Aniston. But what they, do you see the rest of them doing? I I think if you're in that territory, you work because you want to work. Like you got nothing right. better to do, and that's it. That's love really acting. the yeah. That's the best type of work. The one that you know. That's the type of work everyone wants. Where it's like. No pressure. No one's even looking at you. Know, what do you care if this works out or not? I'm going back to my mansion. Yeah. Like I see, I, I think that, look, you know, not her, but the other people, that's the best thing to do. Like be on something that's a hit mm. and then fade into the sunset and never have to work again. You know? I, I, I guess, you know, Julia Louise Dreyfus, like she has four different or three different shows, major successes. Like if you think of Julia Louis Dreyfus, Seinfeld, oh, Old yeah. Christine, and Veep, and Veep, yep. And yeah, you're man. like, she's getting residuals and off of all three. Yeah, man. She yeah, she's a beast. She's a force. But imagine, but did you know, it's like for every success story like that, there's like a hundred thousand people that are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. With, you know, they went through all the same struggle as like a struggling actor and then they and then they they get all the way to filming something and then it doesn't come out. Well, you hear about that a lot, especially as stand ups. We hear like you'll hear like, oh, that person had a development deal. They had the deal and they made the plot, the pilot. And you're like you I guess it would be easy to go to dreamland. Like it's easy at that point. You're like, oh, I'm going to be you know, Seinfeld, and they make one episode and everyone's like, Mr. Simpson, can I get you anything? And you got an assistant right away, and then you got, like, the craft <laughs> right. services, and you're like, wow, I'm Seinfeld. This is crazy. But you are you haven't even started the race yet if you're on that, like, pilot type of area. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the whole way that the business works is completely different now. I mean, well, that's the, that's the major thing. Like, Jamie, going back to Jamie Foxx, like, the idea that we forget he had a sitcom and, like, back in that day, Whatever you have a sitcom, there was a bunch out there every night at eight o'clock. Every channel channel would roll theirs out. Now it's like there's what three, and then everything else is like a one season, and we'll see. Yeah, and you know, you know the wild shit about Jamie is he was a movie star last. Yes, like most of the time when people look when they go for multiple things, like they're a star first, and then they go to to do other stuff. But he was a movie yeah. he was a movie star last. Like that's it, just like, like a great actor at the end, you know. It's like yeah. that's that's how's it the last skill of his that we are aware of. Well, you would have to assume they caught up to him. Like oh, that, right. that means I would assume that means there were doubters. Like yeah. that he he could be because if it takes you know usually you're plucked from obscurity just like you said like you're in the movies kid. And for him to him to have to be like, well, I guess I'll do stand up. I guess I'll do a sitcom. I guess I'll do uh, I'll sing and I'll have a top, you know, oh, 10 hit. oh, and we forgot about the sketch. The live in living oh, color in living color. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, so he he shares the special. That's that's one of those people you go. I, I have total respect for your your work. And now you, you respect mine. That's got to be a huge thrill. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I mean, it was something that I really wasn't expecting. It kind of came out of the blue. But what, uh, what was it? A tweet or an Instagram post? What was the the post? Um, yeah, he re he he shared a one. Of, he shared a clip of my. He shared it on his on his page. Like he put it. Uh, he posted. He reposted it on his Instagram feed. Yeah, on his feed. That, yeah. Well, you must have opened Instagram and been like, "What the fuck just happened?" Oh yeah. Well, you know what? That actually <laughs> that started happening a while back so i knew exactly what it was like if i wake up and i got you know 500 messages or something like that i know that it's like oh a, a famous person has <laughs> said something about me or because because you know it, it happened maybe a year and some change like before i shot the special you know i woke up and like you know in a you know and someone had mentioned me on joe rogan okay you know and i, and I woke up like what the fuck oh wow okay 
And it was so that so it started happening after that. You know, then it was like Burt Kreischer and Ari Shafir recently, and you know, just the the comedians, the comedian sphere. Yeah, um, the the Ro- the Rogan sphere. Yeah, <laughs> that group. Yeah, the Rogan sphere. Yeah. The the um, so I mean, and then it ends up taking up your day. Your whole day is like okay. I like I wouldn't it's that's the thing with social media it's like it's tough to take your eyes off it you have a day like that and you're like I guess this is what I do now I just look at random faces you know joining whatever I'm doing yeah and and and, and it used to be like a day or two now it's been like a week yeah of you know waking up and because because I you know I thought it would be all at once but I but I you know someone explained to me like no like everyone doesn't wake up and watch your special the day it comes out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, so it's, it, so it's gonna be it's a trickle the, you know it's the weird part about like netflix like it finds people you know it's like right. you know all of a sudden all it takes is like one you know the weird part about netflix is like like something like squid game could pop off and somehow your stand-up is connected to squid game and they're like, if you like this, you'll like this. Like you have oh, no right. idea, you know. Like you have no idea. But but it's also like there. You also got to remember, like there's hundreds of thousands of people that just have it. Like for example, the first um, my first little my first thing mm. was on um, I was on your mom's house on Tom Segura's podcast. Okay, right, and that was a few years ago. And I was on there a few times and I did the two bears, one cave and all of that. So I'm, I'm very plugged into that fan base. Yeah. And uh, and so a few years go by. I've been on Rogan twice. I got the stand up special, blah, blah, blah. And I'm and I'm, I'm the other day, maybe like a week or two ago, uh, Tom is in L.A. Mm-hmm. At, at the theater. And, I, and I, I'm not on the show, but I just swing swing through to say hi. I haven't seen him in a while. Right. Yeah. And I go to the wrong door for the for the for the VIP list or whatever. They're like, yo, you you got to go around the back of the building. So I walk around this whole building and I have to walk by this line of hundreds of people that are waiting to get in. Yeah. And they're all his fans. Oh, my and God. I'm think- and I'm thinking, oh, someone's going to recognize me, obviously. Sure. Not a single fucking person <laughs> recognizes. There is there is nothing worse than anticipating <laughs> recognition and, and getting never... no. Because you're walking, you're legitimately walking a different way. You're right, you're, right. you're walking by that line a little bit different than you would walk by a line where you didn't see. Maybe someone recognizing well, you. It, it, well, it's the first time I've ever done that. And so every single other time I've been recognized in public, it's always caught me off guard. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and, and, and that's this, the fun. It, that's the fun version of recognition. Like you, you were given a gift. They were given a gift because you're excited about the recognition. Like it's all right. a good thing. And then <laughs> this is. And then this is the one time where I'm like, well, surely. <laughs> <laughs> let me want to see your boy. Let you me know? suck Nobody. it in. Let me walk right. Like I'll get yeah. my my pen ready. I listen. I <laughs> I've had that happen. In certain, like I have, like I'll never forget it. I I I was at uh, Sedell's, is a very high end Jewish restaurant. I, I don't know how else to ex- to describe it, but they do. Okay. Sedell's is like it, it's like they made Jewish food fancy somehow, and it's okay. in New York. And I remember going there, and you know, people who go Sedell's is like a bunch of Jewish women hanging out there. And I, that was the first time I walked in there and that was the first time I had like literally like a table next to us be like, Jared, I I listened to the podcast and I was like, and then I was like thinking about it. I was like, oh, this is like the center, like this is legit the center of the wheelhouse for me, like Jewish women. (laughs) I was like, I have, oh, okay. Now, like, so now I do the walk that you did with the line at the Segura thing. Uh, you know, high holidays near temples. That's when I start walking. 
Like I, <laughs> right, right. I have right. that anticipation too. Well, listen, the, the special is great. Everyone's got to go watch it. Brian Simpson at BS Comedian on Instagram. Go follow. Get him the Jewish lady audience that he's been yearning for. So at BS Comedian on Instagram, the stand-up season three. It's episode one. He's got a new podcast, BS with Brian Simpson. It's out there, people. BS with Brian Simpson. Go, go, go. Are you ready to answer some emails? Let's do it. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Help my ex loves my cookie. Okay. Jared, I've been keeping this to myself and thought, who better to talk about this with than the ever-so-talented Jared? Well, thank you. My ex and I were together for four years. He broke up with me about six months ago because he has a few years or so because he's a few years or so older and wanted to move in, settle down, etc. with me. Things I did not want to do. Anyway, not the point. Well, good. Thanks for writing Not the, uh, what didn't matter. He's obsessed with my cookie. I said we should go no con... I'm not sure if she means an actual cookie or her vagina, but I, I mean, we're going to find... I don't know why the, the innuendo. Yeah, because I said, cookie, cookie is one singular cookie, so that yeah, makes me think vagina. Vagina. Okay, I don't know. We're going to find out. Um, I said I, he, he's upset. I don't know. Just obsessed with sex with me. I don't know. But the cookie. I, oh, let's see. I, I, I'm hoping it's an actual cookie because I, I want the recipe. I want to find out what, what she's putting in it. Like that, that's almost more interesting to me than <laughs> vagina. But OK, I said we right. should do no contact. However, he'll sometimes message me, which I respond to, but cut the convo short. The context of so many of his messages are along these lines. I know we can't catch up, but let me know if you ever want me to eat your cookie. This is the strangest languaging I've ever had on the show. Wait, is she I'm saying so- is she saying cooking? Cooking. C O O K I E. That's I'm definitely dry- the box. Definitely it's got to be. Box is more normal than cookie. Yeah. I feel gross. Like that you know when someone else has like a word for something you're like I feel gross about this. <laughs> Right, that's a pervert's word. Cookie. Yeah, that, <laughs> or it's a word you share. It's almost like I'm in the relationship with you. Oh, right, like it, right, right. Like Ew, it's the difference yeah. between it's the difference between like my dad and someone saying dad. It's like that's not my fucking dad. Right, right. Yeah, it's like a, it makes me feel voyeuristic. Yes, I, I, yeah, I don't like. I'm so uh, the so his text messages are along the lines of, "I know we can't catch up, but let me know if you ever want me to eat your cookie." I'm driving past your house. Do you want me to eat your cookie? I'm sorry your dog died. Let me know if you want me to eat your cookie. I'd like to think maybe one day we could be friends, but this whole cookie talk is making it seem difficult. Don't get me wrong. It's great to feel wanted, but it's also a bit annoying to feel like a sex object. I respond 100% no and never. None of that. We're just friends, etc. No screenshots as I delete our convos for for no reminders. What's a nice yet clear response when he says these things? And do you have any experience on how to be friends with an ex? I've been dating and I'm happy living a single life, but also miss him sincerely, the cookie monster victim. So what do you think, Brian Simpson? Stop being friends with your exes. Yeah. Block, 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 block order. Because with this lady, lady, which you're which are not which you're not ready to admit. Is that is that is as low quality as this attention is? Mm. It's better than nothing, and you're and you keep him around for when you got nothing. Yeah, and you're it, complaining about it. Yes. Block that man if you're not gonna let him eat the cookie. You know, unless you yeah. slipped up a time or two, block the man. Yeah, you got to block him. I mean, I mean, also, like, she probably feels some guilt. I mean, she's saying, literally, she says he wants to move in, become more, be together. And then she's like, no, that's not what I want. So she broke off a relationship with someone who is hypothetically good enough. She was like, because she was willing to sit there in that relationship if they didn't move on to more serious things. So she ended it. So I think there's a sense of guilt for why she hasn't blocked this guy. And she's clinging to this false friendship because he's not acting like a friend. If my no, friend was no, like, no. let's put this in real terms. If my friend kept calling me like, hey, 
Did you make cookies? Did you make cookies? Did you make cookies? <laughs> Did you make cookies? I'd be like, shut the fuck up. I don't make cookies anymore. Yeah. I'd be Did annoyed. You, the e the most the clearest way to tell somebody they can't eat your pussy is to stop talking to them completely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean block them on everything. That's and I I think she asked, what's a nice yet clear response when he says these things? And do you have any experience with how to be friends with an ex? The, okay, friendship is out of the question right now. Friendship yeah. can happen naturally. You know, like friendship can be, you know, like Brian and I, we just met doing this podcast. If, if I saw you, we're not friends today. If no. I saw you in L.A., I would go up to you and go, hey, man, good to see you saw you, you know, or thanks for doing my podcast that one time. You might go, oh, I was on that podcast. That was a fun time. Cool. What are you doing here in LA? We'd have a conversation. I don't know. I'm just sitting here. Then we have a beer. Then we, you know, sit. Then you become friends. That's the, that's how friendship works. If it happens by accident. This whole idea that they're now friends because they're not lovers is crazy. Oh, you well, guys... Yeah, you you can't unravel that in the friends. No. Because see, some a lot of people have, have different views on this. Cause I know mostly women that yeah. are like, I'm friends with all my exes. That's a red flag. You can't because to me, it's like you only got a certain amount of emotional bandwidth. Right? Yes. So it, so so for me, it's like a bank. It's like, yo, are you banking with Brian? Then why you still got money over there in that account? Yeah. What is it well, there for? It, it, it's a little bit like they're micro dosing the feeling of friendship because right. if you need, you, you're not getting a full friendship thing with your ex. You're getting a text every now and again. It's not like you're making, you know, these two aren't even making plans to see one another. They, it's just, Hey, I'm driving right. by your house. Can I eat your cookie? Like that's insane. That's not, you're getting, and the phones don't help this because Here's you can get, Sorry. go ahead. Here's what's confusing to me, though. When it comes to fellatio or cunnilingus, mm. it seems to me like somebody begging to do it is real good at it. You, you gotta, you, you, you would think that they have confidence in their maneuvers. You would. They, they're not right, asking right. to embarrass themselves. Yeah. No, right. Because no one that's ever begged me to do it mm. has, has ever been like, uh, yeah, I'll take it or leave no, it. They, no, it's always been like, whoa. Right? Holy shit. So, they got something to show me. So, I'm, I'm, so this is where this confuses me is because if they, were in the, if they were in a relationship together, I'm guessing he's done it before. I can and, answer this for you. Okay. Because here's what's happening. He knows he's lonely. That's the only reason he keeps reaching out to her. He got dumped by someone he wanted to be more serious with. And right. now he's he's maybe he's not good at eating the cookie, quote unquote, but mm. he's good at it with her. He knows her body. He knows they they trust each other. They've been naked to eat uh, together. So he is not ready to move out there and get turned down by people that he's not sure about whether he can impress. He knows he has done, and guys do this. We hold on to people we have done well with in the past oh, because right, right, right. there's a low chance of embarrassment. There's and There's an ego. Right. You get to keep right, your ego. Right, right. You get to, oh, she goes, oh, I always remember you were good at that. So he is coming to you yeah. kind of for an ego boost. And so... I mean, I think we're both saying none of this is real. None of this. So you need to get rid of this false idea that you are a possibility. I think if you do send a text, I think I think the text starts with, hey, I am blocking you. Not because I hate you, but because I need to get away from this relationship and you are not taking the hint. So it's almost letting him know, like, you are not letting me get away to make my own life and we are not friends anymore. He needs, right. I think, and then and it's immediate block, immediate unfollow, game over. Or, or you could go mean, like, hey, okay. somebody else is eating the cookie better. <laughs> I found a new cookie monster. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found a new cookie monster, man.
The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Foria. Sex should be fun, but if you experience pain or discomfort during sexual intimacy, just like 75% of all women do, it's time to give Foria a try. Foria's line of plant-based CBD-infused products are here to put the F-U-N back in S-E-X. I gotta say, I love this. I love that this is an option. This is something to change it up a bit. And Foria is gonna let you do that in a fun and safe and really good way. And what's good for nature is what's good for our bodies, which is why Foria's products are always organic, plant-based, sustainably sourced. See, they're thinking about what they're putting in these products that can help you to have fun so you can let your mind be at ease while you enjoy that fun time with yourself or your partner. Foria has a huge selection of items to enjoy, including their Awaken Arousal Oil, made with organic broad-spectrum CBD that works with the body to enhance pleasure and arousal and ease discomfort. Sexual pleasure is self-care, so give yourself that all-night-long self-care you deserve. Foria is offering a special deal for my listeners. Get 20% off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com slash JTrain. Or use code JTrain at checkout. That's F-O-R-I-A wellness.com forward slash JTrain for 20% off your first order. I recommend trying their Awaken Arousal Oil. You will thank me later. The JTrain Podcast is brought to you by Brooklinen. Let's hear it for the long weekend. Brooklinen has no shortage of savings on all things comforts to celebrate your extra day of lounge. I got to say, I love Brooklinen. I like that they are cornering the market on comfy. They're the comfy corner. They are going to get you comfy. I, I Listen, I, I feel like every time I do these personal endorsements, I am writing copy for these people. This is the comfy corner. You think comfy, think of Brooklyn because they're not just making sheets, they're doing it all. There's no better time to up uh, to you know upgrade your comfort than during Brooklyn's President's Day sale. Brooklyn started with five-star bedding and now goes beyond the bedroom. Their collection includes everything from robes and towels to super soft loungewear so the cozy just keeps on coming. It's the cozy corner. You think of cozy, you think of Brooklyn. Save yourself some money, time, and sleepless nights with bedding bundles to simplify set settling in. I love a bedding bundle. I love saying bedding bundle. There's a reason Brooklyn has over 100,000 five-star reviews and counting. I mean, to get 100,000 five-star reviews is crazy. Don't sleep on savings. Brooklyn's President's Day sale is happening now. Listening after the sale, and that's you because this is coming out after the sale, get the deals of your dreams at brooklinen.com with promo code JTRAIN20. That's JTRAIN20. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Use code JTRAIN20. JTRAINPODCAST at gmail.com. JTRAINPODCAST at gmail.com. Here with Brian Simpson. At BS Comedian. Go follow. Episode one. The stand-up. Season three. Hilarious. Go, go, go. Pause right now. Get on your Netflix. Put it on the queue. Have it for a date night. Put it on a Saturday night. Make it a night. They're a half hour long. A perfect length. You and whoever you're seeing. You and your cookie monster. Bar Kisses. Jared, love the podcast, keeps me sane on my commute to and from work. Here's the situation. I went out with some friends Friday night to the bar slash club in my small town. My friend is going through a divorce, so we got a little drunk and we're flirting with everyone who would let us. One guy I was talking to was really great. He asked for my Snapchat and we kissed twice at the bar. We Snapchatted the rest of the night after I left and a few times the next day. The conversation fizzled out, though. I really like him. And I'm not the type to kiss strangers in the bar. From a male perspective, do you think it would be weird to ask him if we could hang out? Or should I just accept the fizzle out and hope to see him again next time I'm out? Thanks for your input. What do you think, Brian? No, shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. Yeah. I, I think with the Snapchat world, I think a lot of people are, right now in the dating world, I think a lot of people are putting through people through levels, so to speak. And they're kind of trust levels. So it's like the idea because people go, here's my Snapchat first. Let's see how this goes. Now that could be to establish whether you're a nude sender, whether you're looking to be more sexual. And this can go both ways. Like I think 
both I think if you're writing in wondering, hey, I like this guy, I want to go to a date, own what you want. You don't want to be sending nudes with someone you made out with a bar. That's fine. But he might be testing you for a different thing from the other side. But I think this is what we do. We're the Google generation. We're always checking on menus. We're always like getting ahead of things. We're always making sure our time is worth it. So the idea that he's sending you a Snapchat isn't a negative. It's just a level that he's putting this thing through. And the idea that it fizzled... Not a big deal. What I would want to do is put him through levels of my own. So I would say, hearing her email, I want to. She's ba- she's saying I want to go on a date with a guy I like. That is a perfect thing to want. I would send over Snapchat. Here's my number. I'd love to get a drink. Make a plan, and I'm down. You have now given him all the tools, don't you think, Brian? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, why she? What is she hesitant about, though? I think what happens is in, in what she's writing in about, and it's all in the email. Always gives the answer is her saying, "Should I just accept the fizzle? Have you gotten a number from a woman in a bar that you kind of just let turn into nothing before, but wouldn't mind going out with them?" Like that's basically what she's saying. If if, yeah. if a date didn't. If he didn't pursue the date, then what am I even doing? Is really her question. But well, some, but but you know what though? Sometimes, and and you and you may not even be aware of this. Sometimes you've given, you may have showed interest, but you may have said something or done something to show disinterest, which okay. which which makes him not confident that you were really interested. You know what I mean? Or maybe you didn't show enough interest. You weren't enthusiastic enough. So sometimes it just takes that little bit of boost. You know, it's nothing wrong with just hitting up and going, hey, I thought you were interested. What's going on? You know. And here's the other thing to add to what you're saying, because I think you're correct. To add to that, you don't know what's going on in their life. Sure, you made it out at a bar. I'm not saying this guy was cheating on his wife and family. <laughs> but, I, but I am saying people, you, you, the day you found someone isn't the day the person was born. Mm-hmm. So the day you found someone... They had other people that they're maybe, you know, a month in with or have gone on dates with. And you are someone they met, which that's perfectly fine. There's a lot of our parents are out there having met while also dating someone else a month. So you go, hey, I'm here. What you're doing is you're saying, hey, I'm here. I know what I think it's hot, more hot to be like, I know what I want. I want a date from you. Here's my number. Make it it happen. Because you know what it is, too? Because I hear women say this often, but it's also true of men, mm. is that when you're when when a man is direct mm. and, and and honest, but not, you know, not in a creepy way, that's a turn on because it happens so so seldom. Yes. But when but it happens even less with women, when a woman is direct, but not pushy. Oh, my God, that's so hot. It's like it never happens. So no, with, I- the, when it happens. Oh, man. Yeah. I totally agree, and it, and it's underrated because people go, they don't want to be too aggressive, they don't want to be too much, and it's like, that doesn't, I don't know where that feedback from men ever came from. It doesn't. Like, you're you're afraid of rejection. That's what this is. Per- perfectly put. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Brian Simpson. Brian, are you seeing anyone? Are you married, engaged, anything going on in your life relationship-wise? Oh. I'm I'm dabbling. I'm in, I'm dabbling in, in the, got my feet in the water. Okay. Are you using do you use dating apps? How do you dabble? Nope. I'm no old fashioned. Apps. No, no. Cause they, they never work for me. I gotta be because my superpower isn't there's no picture of me I can post that's gonna compete with dating. You know what it is? Dating apps are for dudes that already be slaying it with women anyway. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's no picture. There's no picture I can post with a caption under it that's going to make me beat out the guy that's six foot two with a six pack. So well, my superpower is charm. I got to meet yeah. you in person to be charming. So my when I meet everybody in person. Everybody that I've dated, somebody that I've met before. It's interesting you say that because it's. I do believe the apps were built for people without social skills to get no. them out there. But they are used by 
the people with social skill, you know, with maybe with maybe, you know, the abs and the, the, the people who need them the least. Yeah. Get, take, get out of here, sexy them. people. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know what it is? It's like the, the, the dating apps are like the uh, are like the community gym mm. that was built for the poor kids that can't play. And it would be like, you know, LeBron James and Dwayne Wade coming to your gym yeah. every day. It's like, this ain't for y'all. Get out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go to the Olympic, go to the Olympic style one or to the Equinox. <laughs> don't come over here to how shitty you know what i mean it's like yeah. that's what the, the apps are for people like yeah but 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 they don't they don't work because they're dominated by the fuck boys <laughs> um i saw like i saw a video re- uh, recently where it was like um where like you can you can go on 10 you can enter your tinder into this other website and it'll it'll give you your stats oh my god i don't want to yeah it, like it'll tell you how many who times needs you that? What? That's ta- like yeah. that's like having the app that shows you who unfollowed you. I don't need it. Right? Well, I see it's, that? It's crazy. It's crazy. But to but to watch, so people get their stats and they take screenshots and post them on Reddit, mm. and you'll see that it's like it's still like ninety percent of the women are trying to date like five percent of the dudes. Yeah, they and they. I think I'm I'm not sure what app had this. That it was like their, they had uh, maybe it was Hinge that for a minute they had like their most successful people. Maybe it was Bumble where they oh, like wow. once a year they like put out a report with the most swiped on people, and it's like, yeah, I I knew this already. It wasn't like <laughs> there wasn't someone on that list that I was like, whoa, right. an underdog's tale. Like you know, like everyone there, you're like, yeah, I already. Yeah. I like all the women on there. I'm like, yeah, I've already browsed their Instagram randomly by yeah, accident. There, I didn't even need nobody to on, see them. There's nobody on there where you're like, how the fuck did they? <laughs> yeah. Get the Randall? <laughs> you know, like just some nerd <laughs> with a pocket protector. He's like, how did it happen? Oh, he just figured it out. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Brian Simpson at BS comedian. Go follow, go follow, go, go, go. Read through boyfriend's texts. Okay. Oh no. Oh no. J train. Huge fan, tagged a bitch, et cetera, et cetera. This afternoon, I told my boyfriend I would go suit shopping with him to give him my opinions. While we were out, I realized I had left my phone at home, and while he was doing some of the fitting stuff, I ended up asking to see his phone just to keep me entertained. Uh-oh, this is, this is fraught with issues already. I know this is not great, but I ended up reading some of his texts, and I completely regret it. I ended up seeing a conversation he had with his brother where he said he felt like things were off. He feels like lately he's not been attracted to me. Sex has been a chore and that he's not sure if he wants to be in a relationship with me because it's a lot of work. I mean, how long was she with this phone? She read the... I was like, how did she get through all that stuff? Meanwhile... He hasn't indicated any of this to me. Lately, I've been the one more so initiating sex and affection, but he still says he loves me. He thinks I'm beautiful, etc. I tried to play it off, but I'm really hurt that he said those things, even if just to his brother, and I'm not sure how to broach the situation with him. I've definitely been through phases with him where I need more space, and I think it's totally fair, and honestly probably shouldn't have gone through his phone in the first place. What should I do? Do I own up to it and have this conversation with him and ask him how he really feels? Do I play it off and take him at his word that he will tell me th- when things are really off? I feel like either way, our trust is broken, which sucks. Thanks again, Valentine's Day Blues. Oh, this was sent the day before Valentine's Day, too. What do you well, think, you broke. you broke the trust. What you don't go through his phone? <sighs> you know, there's an old saying that what other people think of you is none of your business. Very you true. went through this man's phone, and because you never know. Look at the ambulance is coming to pick yeah. up her her soul, her dead body from this, <laughs> this information. Because, because you, all of that is. I know this is crazy to say nowadays, out of context. Because if if that's if his brother is this person that he would confide in about this sort of mm-hmm. thing, you never know what conversations they may have had afterwards and resolved this. He may mm-hmm. have been about to resolve this with you. And now you know he's going through his phone because you're insecure. Going through his phone for fun. That's weird. For fun. Yeah, I I come on, lady. Like, 
the minute you, you go know. through the phone is the minute the relationship's over. Exactly. The minute you, I mean, here's, and I, I don't know, I'm trying to think of, and again, I'm going to come back to this in a second, but I'll start with her going through the phone. So many people blame themselves for the phone, going through the phone, that they don't want to handle the issue. They're like, they hold it as their cross to bear. And I don't think she should do that. I understand. I, I don't think, you, you can't unsee what you saw. So like, right. We're there. It's you know, it's Valentine's Day and you're crying and he's like, What's wrong? Oh, nothing. You know, like what are you gonna do? Like Well see, but I want I want her to be honest about why she was going through the phone. Well, that's the point. That's, you're right. That's the point. It's like, yeah, you went through the phone already, but there were but 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 to but you're not being honest with yourself when you go, Oh, I was just doing it for fuzzies because I was bored. No, something else was wrong. Well, she she says in her email, I ended up asking to see his phone. Just keep me entertained. I know this is not great, but I ended up reading some of his texts. It, the minute you had access to it, you felt the need to figure out what the fuck is going on. So the relationship, as Brian's saying, was fraught before looking. There was a problem before looking that you were told you were right about after looking. So the problem still stands. So the idea that like, should you say nothing, you have to say something. You have crossed a bridge. You right. went through with your investigation, found out you were right. <laughs> now you got to put some, you know, now there has to be consequences. And that's the problem. And, and that's why when you start looking through phones, you, you are down a road, a one-way road. You're not down a two-way street. You can't pull a U-turn. You have walked that way. So let's just, but what you're saying is right. We have to admit to it. You, there are there were problems here before that made you go from playing Candy Crush to going to his brother's tech. Like I'm like in my mind, I'm like, how do you get from this place in the phone to that place in the phone? You know, and you know why? Distrust. She felt she because she said she'd been the one lately to initiate sex, mm -hmm. so she's feeling less attractive. He's not doing it as you know. He's yep. not as attracted to her as she felt that. And she assumed that there must have been another one. Yeah. And, 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 and she. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So, so she, she assumed there must have been another woman. And that's why she was going through the phone. She was trying to see he must be banging somebody else if he's not as enthusiastic about sleeping with me. Here, here's what's even more. I, I here's now that you, now that we're talking this out. You're right. She went to the phone. She goes. She's not feeling loved. So she goes to the text. She looks for a female name, finds none. Go to his, goes to his most trusted person, his brother, to see what else is there. See, this is and 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 got what she wanted when she, you know, I mean, wanted quote unquote, but got what she thought was there. It is that's how bad the relationship was before looking that you. Not seeing a woman in that first group of texts wasn't enough. You were like, "I, there must be something," <laughs> right? Which is which? To, which isn't to join crazy, the police force. right? I, yeah, I want, <laughs> bring, bring, yeah, I, I want her looking, you know, getting my back. But I'm saying, we're not saying this to shame her. I'm no. saying this. I think we're saying this for the same reason, which is, hey. This relationship ain't right for you, not for him, for you. You were having problems. You were feeling unloved. You were feeling like someone wasn't living up to your standard enough to look for the phone. I'm not saying it was that wasn't the mature thing to do. The mature thing to do next time is, hey, I feel unloved. What's going on? I feel unattracted to you because I have to initiate sex. Not the other way around. Not finding out that they're unattracted so you're unattracted so now you feel bad you know what i mean right right they lack they don't they lack communication it's like I, whenever whenever people my friends or whatever come to me about problems with their significant other the mm. first thing i ask them is did have you discussed the, this with them mm -hmm. you know because it's it sounds like neither of you are communicating well to each other what, it's interesting because what he's doing is very male and what she's doing is very female. What he's doing is she's saying, I thought he says I love you, so I'm good, but I really didn't feel great in this relationship. I'll try and fix it along the way. He is going <laughs> to his brother being like, 
something's off. I might end this before it gets bad. And it's like, (laughs) (laughs) it's a very male thing to do. We see the horizon. We see it get more serious and we go, oh, it's getting more serious in a week. I better end it now because it's not great. She sees it's getting more serious in a week. I need to make sure we're okay. We got to fix this. And it's like, so I I think this is all to say, you got to go up to him. You got to come clean. Hey, I saw some stuff on your phone. I'm not proud of how I saw it, but we obviously have issues here. Can we talk it out? I think you got to you got to hit it up straight on. Right, right, right. Yeah, you got yeah, you got to come clean now, man. The truth will set you free. And obviously, you know, there's going to be a trust issue after. I mean, first of all, why does he have a lock on his? Oh, he gave it to you. He yeah. gave it to her to, to to play snake with. Like I, I <laughs> need yeah. entertainment at the yeah. You definitely got to come clean. You got to come clean, and you got to say to him, you got to. Also put it in I terms. If you come up to him and ask him what's wrong, why aren't you why aren't you initiating sex? He's going to fumble around and not really give a great answer. You got to give some answers about you. Hey, I'm I looked through your phone because I'm annoyed at a relationship. I'm not proud of it. I'm immature, but I'm still not happy in this relationship right now as it is. What's going on? What you can't do. What you can't do. And I'm I'm guessing this is what you're tempted to do is you can't try to suss it out. Like, you can't go up and go, you can't now have the right conversation by going, babe, I'm feeling unattractive. Is, there, is everything fine? No, Without no, no, admitting no, no. That, no, because he's going to lie. Yes. He's going to say, yeah, babe, everything's fine. And you know he's lying, and that's yeah. going to piss you off, and then it's going to blurt out that you know, I, <laughs> and then and that's, that's going to ruin everything. You have to just yeah. be clean up front. Dishonesty produces dishonesty. Yeah. Vulnerability produces vulnerability. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Brian Simpson at BS Comedian. Go follow, go follow, go follow the stand up season three. First episode. It's right there waiting for you. Let's do this one. Is it fate or just emotional masturbation? Jared and guest, I absolutely love the pod. Saw you live and you were awesome. This is a little longer, so let's get right to it. Back in high school, I was very into wrestling. I was a stat girl and met many people through it. I was into one of the guys at my rival school, but nothing came of it. Fast forward to now, I'm 25, have a really good job, and travel all over the state as a sales rep. One day, I'm at one of my accounts, and I realize this guy's family owns the company that I sell to. Later that day, I follow him on Instagram. He followed me back, so I window tapped, and nothing came of it. Now, window tap is a, is a term for this podcast, Brian. It's when you go and like a bunch of their Instagram pictures in a row. You're basically like, tap, tap, tap. I'm here. I'm hard. You know, so in her instance, wet. Uh, Is that what that means? Yeah, you follow. They follow back. It's the dance of social media. Then you like a bunch. They like a bunch. Then you message. Boom, you're in. Uh, Okay. It's a little bit of a, it's just like a little bit of a way to get around a full on, Hey, I've been thinking of you and I think you're cool. Can we go on a date? You know, it's like just a little toes in the water, so to speak. So, so we both know that we're both interested before we either of us dives in. Yeah. And, and okay. she did everything and she didn't get the likes back. So she backed off a few okay. months later. He posted a story and I swiped up and commented. He then proceeded to DM for about an hour, and at the end of the conversation, he asked me to meet up that week. I agreed, was excited. Later that day, he told me he has to head back to uh, wherever that, the, the day we planned to hang. He asked he had to pack his things because he was finishing up school and moving back home. He asked me to hang that night instead. I decided to invite him over. We smoked, had a glass of wine, had a deep convo, and hung out in the hot tub. It felt so natural. It was super fun. We got a little touchy-feely and we made out. After the night was over, he left, kissed me goodbye, and said he will see me soon. I texted him saying I had fun. I hope we talk soon. And he told me, absolutely. He went to, I can say the place, he went to Rhode Island. And three days after he left, I I actually, he had, and three days after he left, he, I, I actually had to go there as well for work. I had a nice oh. room to myself in, in Newport, so I extended the invitation for him to come and visit one night. He kind of blew me off and said he might be in be on the mountain. Okay, <laughs> this guy's this is a whirlwind northeastern vacation. I was I was annoyed, but just brushed it off. Later, I was checking my followers app and noticed he unfollowed me. 
I was upset because I thought everything was great. So I texted him that if he wasn't interested, he should have just been straightforward. He apologized, but never really gave an excuse as to why he unfollowed. He then told me that he wanted to hang in the future and talk about wrestling. When I was in Rhode Island, I reached out because I figured I'd have nothing to lose, but he didn't respond. This was about a month ago, and we haven't talked since. Should I reach out, or is it a complete lost cause? I want to because I feel like we have a lot in common and click so well, but also I don't want to look desperate. I also definitely have been the type to emotionally masturbate. Background info, he's 23, and I believe he is back home, but... We now don't follow one another, so I'm unsure. I have to go back to his family business this summer to keep up with it. I also have his board shorts that he left, and he told me he'll get them when we hang out again. Any advice will help. Thanks. Um, what do we think? I think it's obvious. Um, you know, he got a he's got a roster, and you you coming off the bench. <laughs> you know, that's what that's what it is. It's like you. Cause, cause the moment that I heard that you went to Rhode Island, I cringed. Yeah. Because, because I, even though it wasn't your fault, you, I mean, you didn't say what your reason was, but I knew how I would take that. Mm. If I like, if, if I went out of town or I went to some other state and then you popped up in that state, it was like, hey, I happen to be here. That seems crazy. That that it, you know, it's too. It feels ah. too. I won't Much. call it crazy, but I agree with you because I would call it interested. And interested is crazy to the person who just wants to fuck and normal to the person who's really honestly looking to connect with someone. And it's it's perspectives at that point because she even says, I was, uh, she says, this was about a month ago. Uh, I want to because I feel like we have a lot in common and click so well. Brian, what you said in the beginning is so correct. You're on a roster, and to you, he is someone that could be the one. Those right. are two very different perspectives. He see, and, what, what, and, Go ahead. What, what, what's unclear to me is, see, so my judgment about her going to Rhode Island was I don't know if she told him she was coming or if she just said, surprise, I'm here. No, I think she was there for work. And then she had okay. a hotel room because of work. So it's less that, that those are two different things. Like right. she says, I actually had to go there as well for work. I had a nice room to myself in Newport. So she's like, hey, I'm around. I got this nice room. If you're around, let's hang. Is And, and that to me is pretty normal. But right. I, I, I would say it's a difference of opinion. And here, guys don't. Guys love vague relationships and they never cock block their future selves. So right. this guy, when you say to him, this part of the email is just so interesting to me. I was upset because I thought everything was great. So I text him that if he wasn't interested, he should just be straightforward. He apologized, but never really gave an excuse to why he didn't follow. He's never going to tell you he, he is interested. No, guys don't say I am uninterested there's no there's this 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 thing called the ick that women are talking about right now the ick you hear it a lot it's very in vogue it's very in the in the lexicon the ick doesn't exist for men we are not automatically turned off to never again we go oh (laughs) uh, i'm interested like is like and interest and 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 horniness is on a such a spectrum but it never real it rarely is in the off the spectrum completely, right. don't you think? Yeah, we have a man would have to be in serious, like physical danger to completely be turned off. Yes, yeah, but there's no ick. Yeah, there's no it. Yeah, the, because like, you're like, he's not interested. He's not in, he's not as interested as you are. But he's not he's interested def- in the same thing as you. He's right. interested. But in a very different thing. He's interested in, hey, let's hook up on my schedule. He's also 23. You said he's in school. He's moving back from home. He's not living a lifestyle where he has one night a week to go on a date and meet. And how, how, old, how old is she? She said she's 25 and very has a really good job and travels all over the state for the sales rep. So she's more established, even though okay, she's right. very young. And, tw- and 25 is right when you... St- Right when you stop being out of your mind. 
Everybody before the <laughs> age of 25 is insane. They, nothing yeah. they do makes sense. They don't know what they want. They don't no. want anything. They're just figuring shit out. And nobody that's nobody that tells you I'm on the mountain. They up in the mountains fucking. They not down. Yeah. They, like you're no one's coming off the mountain. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I know. And, and he ain't in a rush to get off the mountain for the woman of his dreams. <laughs> no. He believes the next woman will be the woman of his dreams. And the next one will be the woman of his dreams. It, it, it's different head spaces. And again, asking someone if they're interested will not get you an answer that is honest. It's just not the way it works, especially a guy. Oh, no, we're cool. I love hanging out with you. Oh, I think you're so hot. He's going to say all positive shit because he doesn't know. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. But that's yeah, not what you're looking day. for. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Brian Simpson. Go follow at BS Comedian, the stand up season three. He has a podcast, BS with Brian Simpson. Go, go, go. Let's do the email I sent you before the show. Let's do a screenshot. You ready? Okay. All right. Okay. I'll read the, the email and then we'll do the screenshots together. Love your work. Been listening for years. Appreciate all of the amazing advice and your guests have, you and your guests have shared. Context. I recently moved across the country to a major Canadian city and had decided to try online dating again since I was looking for something casual and human interaction. And, and human interaction. The restrictions in my province were so bad that literally everything was shut down and I couldn't even go to the office to talk with coworkers. I downloaded Hinge and met this guy who seemed interesting, smart, into similar music, food, and was 100% my type. Bigger guy, wide shoulders, brunette. This is probably where my horny brain may have misled me. During our week-long conversation on Hinge, I hinted at meeting up in a very normal, casual way, but he never made a move. I let him know that I was deleting Hinge and gave him my number. Hey, I'm deleting Hinge, but here's my number, so text me if you want to make a plan to grab a drink. Our province had just lifted restrictions, so now places were open. But after about four to five days of texting back and forth, he still hadn't technically asked me out. So she says to read the screenshots here. So let's go to... Number, number one. one. She numbered them. Okay. I'll be I her. Like you, oh, yeah. I'll be her. You be him. You ready? Okay. All right. <clears throat> oh, which it one was, is her? She's the blue. Okay. Okay. It was so good. So I have a question for you. Uh, so what's up? Is Why he? Oh, is he say he went for the, a little Spanglish? See okay. what's up. Okay. Uh, why haven't you asked me out yet? Winky face emoji. I was going to yesterday, but you were with your friend. Hmm. Ha ha. I don't think we're on the same wavelength. So I'll say I have a great night and good luck. Uh, just curious what, what that wavelength is. Uh, laughy I, crying face. I prefer to have a date and get to know someone versus texting for a while. Um. Okay, wait a minute. My number two is—they're out of order. Yeah, number number two. Okay, there. okay, yeah. Uh, hum, uh, same. But I didn't know there was a timer. Anyway, that's too bad. Would have loved to have gone out with you. Shame timing didn't work out. I didn't get the impression you were interested in making it happen after I gave you my number to plan a date. Uh, upside down face emoji. You are very much my type and seem like a cool guy, but I get turned on by a plan. Um, oh, she, she, there's another box of hers. Well, he responds to, I, he doesn't a response one to, I didn't. Go to number three. Okay. Um, yeah, texting isn't great for, for that. Uh, okay. Well, thank <laughs> Well, thank you. You also seem pretty cool. Did bars and restos even open yet? So I guess she she ignores She's me. Done. The next day. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so I was just thinking that I should say something. <laughs> <laughs> I get what you're saying about a plan. I guess I'm more spontaneous than a planner. If you're still down and free, I'd love to get a drink with you on Friday night. Uh, that's another one. Wait, wait. Hold okay. Up, and then she writes, hey, blank. Thanks for making a plan, winking face emoji. I'm actually busy Friday, but I'm free Saturday night if you want to meet around six. 
Uh, okay, he doesn't respond to the next day. Hey, next I went morning. to bed early. Oh, next morning, yeah. Hey, I went to bed early yesterday. I actually have a tattoo appointment at six on Saturday. And then she responds later that morning. Okay, no problem. Hope it goes well. It's just a small one. I'll probably be done by eight or nine. Jesus, man. Oh, uh, no. This guy's this guy's cagey. What it this is, guy is knows you, know what it, you know what it is? This is one of those guys that I'm guessing this is this is one of those guys that is so good looking that he doesn't have to have any game, that girls always talk to him. And now that he has to do it over, t- over distance, he doesn't know how to talk. Because she, okay, this is something I've learned. Women will give you what they want. Yes. And so, for example, when she when she wasn't when she was busy, she, when she told you no, I'm busy, she immediately told you when she would be free, which tells you that she's interested. And then you tell her, "Up, oh, sorry, I'm busy." And then you don't pick up the hint. She's that, very direct. A, yeah, that's a no to her. You have to when someone says, "Okay, I put it like this." When you want to spend time with somebody, you make time. Right. This is, absolutely. But and, and so, it, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, please. So, so it's like all she's asking because I've never had this before. Usually, when 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 you when you mess up that interaction, they done. This woman was literally giving you step by step instructions. <laughs> she, she is a <laughs> listener of this podcast. She gave the make a plan to grab. She gave the advice I gave in the in the email before. Make a plan, and I'm there. And this guy, I don't think he's as dumb as you're thinking he is. I think this is all calculated. I think um, this guy wants casual. I mean, I can tell it from his last text. His but so last, does she. She wants a plan. She's been very direct. Oh, oh right, right, right. she gave him retribution. She said, make a plan. Then he comes back. He goes, hey, I've been thinking about it. If I, hey, so I was just thinking I should say something. So now she's like, okay, maybe he learned his lesson. And then she writes, um, I'm busy on Friday, free Saturday, if you want to meet around six. And then he goes, I have a tattoo appointment on six and Saturday. And she goes, no problem. He can still make that plan. How about you propose Sunday or Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday? He doesn't. Then he goes, it's just a small one. I'll be done by eight to nine. So now he's looking for a casual late night plan in response to her very not casual 6 p.m. Let's get to know each other plan. Oh, okay. I didn't pick up on that. This guy, uh, the thing is, Brian, I live in a world where nobody is that, nobody's much smarter than me, and nobody's much dumber than me. This guy isn't that dumb. She has been nothing but forthright, nothing but direct, and he is being cagey at every fucking turn. Yeah, she must be real horny. Well, she's into him. She even said, I'm into your look, but just give me a date that makes me feel good about meeting up with you. And he can't even do that. She writes, note that bars didn't and restos didn't even open yet. Doesn't make sense since we before that, we had been talking about how I went out for ramen with a colleague that weekend, which he mentions. After he replied about probably being done around eight to nine, I just gave up and we haven't talked since, which I'm okay with. I'm trying to learn from this situation. I know I could have could have made a plan myself, but this is in what I'm, I was looking for i totally agree with her that's okay you don't have to make the plan you wanted to feel good about giving him all the tools to build the house and then he came over back with all the tools and he was like i don't know what to fucking do now you're unattractive good for you that's i think this is she played it perfectly because she's not playing a game he is so I understand she writes, do you think I could have worked with him a bit more to finalize timing? No. Did he make enough make enough of a plan? No. It just seems, uh, this didn't seem like he was interested. He's interested in something. He's not interested in what you were interested in. I didn't want to have to convince him to meet with me. Was mentioning the type thing weird? No, I don't think it was weird. I think that in that moment I was trying to remind him that I wasn't looking for anything serious, which is something we had kind of touched on before since he is moving after schooling is done. How could I have phrased this a bit better? What do you think? Brian, anything to add? I know I've gotten charged up about this, but I'm like... No, no, man, because you know what? I believe in her. When When you started reading the email, I was... I was against her. Mm. And even when we started reading the text, I was against her. Okay. <laughs> but at the towards the end, I mean, you've convinced me. 
you're right. She did all the, because I've been through similar situations where it's like, where sometimes you start texting with somebody and they're too demanding, mm -hmm. you know, or they're, or they're like, or it's like, oh, we, we've texted. When do I get to meet your family? Or, you know, mm -hmm. it's, like, it's like they want too much from the thing. And I thought that that's where this was going. But no, she was perfectly reasonable. She showed as strong an interest as one could can expect without sounding desperate. Totally. And she she gave him the all the tools. She was basically like, here is a map to my vagina. Totally. And and, and he is lost at sea. He's like, he's well, holding I, I, the <laughs> He's holding the map upside down because he's hoping <laughs> that the vagina will move to a more convenient place for him. Right. Like, yeah. And, so I, I Oh, how does you, this vagina work? You know? Yeah, and I and I think I mean maybe you I mean you could go all day back and forth about how you phrase things and how you worded things. She but, was my, great. but my but yeah, but when you give somebody nineteen clues, it doesn't matter if one of the words is misspelled in one of the clues. It's yeah. like you you gave this guy everything, and, and some people are just shit people. It, you, there's not a there's nothing you could have done to solve this puzzle. She brought the horse to water and then the horse looked at her and said, can you put it in a cup and put it right to my mouth? <laughs> it's like, no, right. fucking right. bend your it... head down and start drinking. Right. Like this is, this is, yeah, I don't, yeah, He's I don't think you should dumb. feel bad at all about this. Now yeah. move on from this. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Brian Simpson. Thank you for coming on. You were fantastic. So great to meet you. Thanks for having me, man. This was fun. This was a blast. Everyone go follow Brian at yeah, BS yeah. Comedian. The now I'm going to go not follow any of the advice that we gave. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, go. Go watch Brian's uh, special. It, everyone's talking about how funny Brian is. I've watched. It's great. Fantastic. So funny. Make it a date night. Make it a night. Go follow at BS Comedian. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. And we'll be back next episode. Boom.